0: Well, you know, there's election tomorrow. Election day is tomorrow, and we're encouraging everybody to vote. And that's the most important message we can transmit. Everybody's got to vote tomorrow. Uh, If you haven't done the early voting, make sure to vote tomorrow. Uh, We don't endorse candidates, but frankly, when you look at the Manhattan DA race, uh, as I speak to so many Jewish communities here in Manhattan, whether it's the Lower East Side, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, Washington Heights, Inwood, Battery Park City, and and a handful of others as well, (laughs) we've got people all over the place here in Manhattan. Uh, I I don't think we can make a better recommendation if we were forced to than uh, Tali Farhadi and Weinstein for D.A. Uh, D.A. is a position in Manhattan that's been held by three people in 80 years. (laughs) Frank Hogan until 74, Robert Morgenthau from then until 2009, and then of course Cyrus Vance. Tali Farhadi and Weinstein brings an incredibly rich story and history uh, to this position. It is a pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM.
1: Thank you. It's pleasure to be here
0: on Sham in the a.m. I, I thank you for that um crazy question but if not for the 1979 Iranian Revolution and frankly for people my age it was one of the most um uh, striking episodes uh in in our lifetimes uh would your family still be in Iran have you ever given that any thought
1: I have thought about it uh although it is a really crazy question uh, and, you know, Nahum, it's hard to say. We uh, we like to think of ourselves as the descendants of Queen Esther, so yeah, one of the oldest are. Jewish communities in the world. Yeah, and uh, we had been there for centuries, and anti-Semitism was not a part of daily life, but it was a part of regular life. And uh, the revolution certainly brought it to the surface, and it made it unsafe for us to continue to live there. If it If it had not been the revolution, maybe it would have been, something else uh the other thing is that my mother had actually spent one year in the united states and Mm. both of my parents had gone to college in israel and then went back to iran to get married and start their family but they always you know they always had uh in their view these other places these democracies uh where they could raise their family and so maybe my answer is maybe
0: and it sounds like highest which at one time was uh such an important organization for Jewish immigration, and uh, and others here in the U.S. Were, were a tremendous help to you and your family.
1: I would not be here if it was not for HIAS. And that, to me, is plain as day, because when you know, we came in and didn't know how to make a claim for asylum. We had been admitted and told to come back after a couple of days to deport ourselves. And my mom called one of the very few americans she knew who was a rabbi out in milwaukee and he told her about highest and on december 26 1979 we walked into their offices uh it was used to be down on 14th street right. yeah. uh, unannounced <laughs> and just said can you help us and they represented us pro bono for 10 years
0: pretty amazing tolly Farhadi and weinstein's with us tomorrow she'll be on your ballot for da if you live anywhere on the island of manhattan You know, don't take this as a backhanded compliment because we're extremely impressed with you. But we are looking for sensible candidates to lead New York City right now because you know the situation now in New York. And frankly, I don't see anybody more sensible than you. It's not (laughs) it's not a backhanded compliment. We are extremely impressed with you. Uh, But you know the situation here in the city. And let's start with something you brought up when I asked you about the Iran question. Then we'll get the other issues. And that is anti-Semitism. It must be. It must be both frightening and, and literally unbelievable for someone like yourself who has grown up noticing the the stark difference between growing up in Iran and being here in the United States and then experiencing and seeing the rampant antisemitic acts that are going on in this country.
1: It, it is a really unbelievable to me. And, you know, in right before the pandemic in 2019, we had the peak number of hate crimes in New York state. And we thought, well, uh, this is as bad as it's ever been in recent memory and as bad as it will be. And then, of course, uh, that number has continued to climb. And, uh, you know, in the course of this campaign, I've been talking to Jewish communities all around the borough. As you said, we really are everywhere. And <laughs> uh, the, and everybody is really worried about this. People are telling their kids to tuck their tzitzit in, to the cover their kippah, uh, they're, they're talking about this sense of insecurity and lack of freedom of walking around in the streets, and that recalls all sorts of things for me.
0: Why, why ha- and again, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but you'll get my point, why is it that we're at a point where, where some people like myself are looking at you as the only sensible candidate? Wouldn't you think that in a group of colleagues like the ones that are on the ballot, uh, tomorrow, at least a good portion of them would want to lead New York City in a sensible manner?
1: Y- you would, uh, but but they don't. And I think it's a couple of different things going on. Uh, part of it is, I would say most of them seem to be running for different jobs, you know, not for the job of being the chief law enforcement officer of Manhattan. And so they have lots of ideas about, uh, important ideas about what prisons should look like and what Social service agencies should look like, and what public defense should look like, and all of that really matters, but is not this role. I also think that uh, there, there's just maybe because of the lack of experience, lots of really wild ideas throwing on is being thrown around. Mm-hmm. So you are right that this question of how to investigate and prosecute hate crimes, which is what it is when you attack a Jewish person. For looking Jewish, for being Jewish, yeah, right. Uh, but more, but other things too, where it's that you know, common sense uh, really seems to have been uh, set aside.
0: And w- with the interesting situation you're in, and believe me, I hope after tomorrow we know you're the future DA Manhattan. Mm. The interesting situation you're in is that I- I'm sure that you would prefer. Uh, that everybody, minorities and others, w- would not be filling our prison system. Your your preference would be to help people actually avoid prison, but in a responsible manner, meaning we need to look at prison reform with, with real common sense. Is it possible to, in fact, encourage um, uh, le- less incarceration or or shorter sentences and at the same time rehabilitate those who have Uh, uh, who have gone ahead and uh, undertaken criminal behavior.
1: Absolutely. It's not only my preference, it's what I've done. So I spent the last two years working as the general counsel in the Brooklyn DA's office. And that's exactly what we did. We worked on shortening sentences on finding alternatives to sending people to jail or prison. So sending people into drug treatment programs or mental health programs that would, make them better able to come back into their communities uh, and succeed, right? Uh, Ultimately, that's what we want for everybody who lives here. But that, Nachum, that is really different from doing nothing and just throwing our hands up and saying, let's defund this thing. Let's right. shrink this thing. And, 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 al- so, and, and
0: also releasing people the day after they've committed a crime and and putting ex- them back on exactly. the streets to injure people again. That would be something that you would, that you would say would be unacceptable.
1: I, I absolutely. I think we really need to change the bail law uh, to allow us to do the sensible thing. By the way, I was really hoping we could have a cooler word to use to describe what brings all of these policies together. But yes, sensible. I'm going to just (laughs) lean into the backhanded compliment here. Uh, You know, New York is the only state where you can't hold people before their trial because you think that they are a public safety risk. We're only supposed to in New York think about flight risk and the system is so convoluted and, uh, we sh- we should really come into line with the rest of the country car- on this. Be careful, before- uh, and I'm an advocate for that. Be careful before <laughs> you
0: before you use sensible and common sense, because most media outlets are not fans of those terms. <laughs> be, be very oh, careful.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I've learned a lot in the course of this campaign, but you know, I know what people though. You know, that's what really I think. The vast majority of people want, no matter who they are. Well, I mean, speak
0: to New Yorkers. In your case, speak to people in Manhattan from any background, from the poorest to the most wealthy, and all they want is public safety, and they want responsible people in a sensible and commonsensical manner to deal with criminals. We're not not looking for people to be put away for 50 years. We're looking for people to either be be rehabilitated or put in some type of program that makes sense where they're supervised and they're not getting back onto the streets and committing more crimes. Absolutely.
1: A system that is humane and proportional and uh, really sees the potential in every person. I mean, those those are my values. But again, it doesn't mean that we just close our eyes to crime are unafraid to admit that it exists. And, you know, I'll give you an example right now on the table in my race is whether gun possession should ever be prosecuted. Right. 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 Uh, I'm on I'm on the side of yes. (laughs) And. Uh, and almost all the others are not. You know that to me is just a, just a total avoidance of responsibility.
0: Right, and I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about illegal gun possession.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean this is New York City, right. so it's practically impossible right, that, to true. possess a gun here <laughs> legally.
0: Good point. Very good point. <laughs> um, you clerked for Sandra Day O'Connor, and you were, all, and I was impressed by this when I saw Eric Holder actually did a commercial for you. Uh, from the Obama yeah. administration, which is a pretty interesting balance, frankly. Do you ever think of mm-hmm. of how proud she would be, Sandra Day, knowing that you're going for this position now?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, 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 She, you know, she really, particularly, wanted her female clerks to break barriers in the way that she did, and you uh, she, she really pushed us to see ourselves as leaders and uh, and to fight to be in charge and she always used to say about herself it's great to be the first but you don't want to be the last yeah and and i would be the first woman as well as the first immigrant to be elected district attorney in manhattan
0: unbelievable uh yeah it would be uh like we said that position has been held only by a very very small handful of people over the years and and you would certainly uh, break through um, if you win this race, Tali Farhadian Weinstein is on the ballot tomorrow. If you're voting in the democratic primary, uh, June the 22nd, uh, you will find her on any Manhattan ballot. And while we don't officially endorse anybody, uh, I mean, she is a pride and joy of our community to say the least. And it gives us great pleasure to uh, recommend a sensible candidate for a position that is in such desperate need. Uh, for someone with common sense and someone with real leadership. Tali, good luck tomorrow. I hope everything goes well. And uh, I don't know how this I, – I know that i got to choose, uh, you know, in different uh, elections, i got to choose uh, one through five or as many as I want uh, being a New York City resident. I don't know when these results will come out, but uh, when they do, we hope that uh, that you're on top of the list. Uh,
1: thank you so much, Nakham. And let me say that my election is not ranked choice.
0: Oh, that's one. Oh, I I, I, am. I am so embarrassed. I am so embarrassed. Yes. Yesterday. Yesterday on Father's Day, my son is giving me a whole tutorial that the only (laughs) election in New York City that's not ranked choice is yours because you're officially a state election, right? You're officially a state election.
1: I that's think, exactly right. right, and that's why every vote <laughs> so, really does matter. So I apologize. I you, decided, you, might not a- at all. you
0: might actually be the only race that we do have a winner tomorrow night. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly.
0: All right, my apologies for that, and good luck tomorrow. man.
1: Not- Thank you so much. Have a good Thank you
0: for having me. <laughs> Tali Farhadi and Weinstein. I can't believe this. Benyubin's going to kill me. <laughs> he gave me a whole thing yesterday, how everything in New York City is ranked choice except the DA race. The DA Manhattan race, which officially is under the state umbrella, is not ranked choice. So tomorrow, when you have in Manhattan, when you have a at um, your ballot, it's going to say, and I'm sitting here with a sample ballot in front of me. Is this hilarious or what? I'm literally sitting here with a sample ballot in front of me. It says, District Attorney, vote for one. District Attorney, vote for one. So I'm going to be voting for Tali Farhadi and Weinstein. And uh, by tomorrow night, hopefully she'll be the next, uh, or projected to be, because you know how it works. There still has to be, you know, an election, election day and all that. But likelihood, whoever wins the Democratic primary will be the next Manhattan DA. Anyway, there you go. (laughs) Can you believe? I get an excuse. I was busy uh, celebrating Father's Day. I was just so into uh, most of my kids being together and having a good time. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Manhattan DA, only one in New York City. That is not ranked choice. You vote, and uh, you vote for one person in in that race, Dafka, in that race, Dafka. More coming up. You're listening to, what is this, a Monday morning edition of JM in the AM.